0: Well, yeah. So we had the work in progress meeting yesterday in Crypto Voxels. In my opinion, a huge success. I feel like every time you crash Crypto Voxels with the amount of like people you get there, you can like consider that a success yeah. in ways or another. But obviously, there's like certain problems and limitations that we're running into with Crypto Voxels, and I I know they updated some stuff, but. You know, on the heels of that event, uh, I feel like there were a bunch of like really positive things about it, a bunch of like not so positive things about it, and so I'm just sort of curious to pick your guys's brain and see what your takeaways were from the event yesterday, and you know, sort of what that means for you know virtual events and and events in crypto voxels moving forward.
1: Well, I think it, yeah, it was a really good it was a good experiment because it gave us some of the stuff we already knew. You know, it's it's interesting when you've got a bunch of groups, especially when they're all And it's trying to get all the wearables and all the avatars, you know, rendered all in the same space. You can see it kind of glitch out for a little bit while it's trying to load everything in. We knew that already, though. It actually, it was good because Ben got on last night and we were talking a little bit about what we saw and everything. And then he had a time frame so he could go through the logs, try to see what was happening. And that was... Oh, cool. Yeah, you saw when you jumped in today, he's actually instituted some sharding mechanisms, which is good and bad. You know, I get like that's a easy way to try to get us some more capacity level where you can. I think to help, start. Help me
0: out, man. What exactly does that do?
1: It makes it so if you uh if you get too many people in one spot, it'll actually spin up like a copy of the same place and start moving people to the other copy. So if it if too many people in the space, and there might be a like a they call it a shard where it's all this it's you know the same place but it's a different area so like you might join a different shard than i am on so now you and i can't see each other so the idea is so you could say you know up to 20 person per shard so you could like have it basically segregated out which is good for processing and making it go faster but it's a negative when it comes to larger group gatherings
0: i was gonna say does that mean like plus 20 people like wouldn't once you get past that, like the next round of people wouldn't be able to hear whatever person was speaking in the first round of 20 people. Is that sort of how it works?
1: Yeah. For the in world chat stuff. So I think initially he said it to like a hundred people. So we're not going to run into the issue for a while. Cause it's, we ran into weird slow issues with what we had maybe 40 or maybe a little more than 40 people.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right. That was right around the number of, like, strange pet wearables that I uh, dished out this morning. Plus, I feel like we've got, like, everyone who shows up to these things are, like, the hardcore users with, like, multiple wearables. And uh, I'm sure that, like, doesn't help capacity of, of what it's able to hold when everyone's, like, you know, got all their bling on and everything. What wow. uh, what was your takeaway, Jim?
2: You know, there was a couple times where the audio wasn't working correctly. I know you had an issue initially yourself, Rizzle, but you worked that out in short order. There was another guy that was like total robot voice. Then I was just kind of hanging out, doing some other things with that in the background. And the robot voice continued, but then someone else was on saying like, it's working now. I think everything's fine now. And their voice was clear, but I still heard the robot voice. So I had to refresh And then it was fixed. You know, I think we definitely saw, like, we pushed up against the limits of everything yesterday as far as, like, being able to have an event. That being said, like, we got through the event. It wasn't without hiccups, but we got through it really fairly well. Everybody that needed to, that wanted to present got an opportunity to present. And then I felt like we segued into, you know, going over and visiting Coldy's thing pretty well. I had set up the links ahead of time to be able to just teleport to the Citadel and then to be able to teleport back to Token Smart. Those are still in place. So I think the that was one thing I wanted to test yesterday was was that functionality just for everyday people. And I, I didn't highlight it too much. I mentioned it at the very end in text chat, but uh, I saw people following me over um, via the teleport. So I'm glad that worked. I think that's gonna be key as well uh, for any larger events is being able to like there has to be like a place to start like a starting place. And then we'll have to have basically like links to the different areas that we want people to go for the talks. And I think we're going to have to make it so that as uh, Tris, Trislet and I were discussing between our last podcast that we need to make sure that um, we're spread out across the map fairly well. And then additionally now, I guess Ben added some new servers and regional servers and things. So we're going to have to make sure people are on the right, regional server as well for whatever talks are in specific locations. So, so a user will have to like, where wherever our starting point is, they'll click on the link to teleport to whatever talk it is that they need to go to at that given time. And then we'll have them um, make sure they're on the right server as well. We'll explicitly tell them which server the talk is going to be on, uh, Sunnyvale or Amsterdam. Those are the two options I see in there this morning. And then the other important thing is that we always have links back to that central point so when the talk's over or people need to reset or go to a different talk they can click back teleport back to the um starting point and then be able to easily navigate to the next area that they want to go to so i do, i really do think that the portal linking part is going to be key to making this work because we do have to spread out the crowd wherever it is. And we have to also make sure that that portal area is as efficient and streamlined as possible. So we don't want a bunch of like gifs loading or anything like that. We just want it to be very basic so that when people are loading in the load balancing that or the loading that they're up against is going to be the people that are also in the room, not like the graphics of the build or anything
0: like that. Yeah. So was- you're talking about how to apply this into like a much larger context, yeah. right? I assume when you're talking about moving people around, because because I because yes. we, we met with Ethereal uh, someone earlier in the week and everything, and uh, and it was awesome meeting with Travis and everything, because I I felt like we got real time like responses, like he's wandering around Crypto and learning about it as we're telling him about it, and and you could see like his mind being blown, like uh, with each command that we're giving him. Um, And and he had a really conservative idea of what he wanted to go with in there. And I I think he didn't really know what to expect. And was like, you know, he said at one point, he's like, you know, if we were to Take out a space in this stadium. Could we put a logo on it? <laughs> and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, we will build you a logo that you can walk in. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. we can get logos. Yeah. I think you said, uh, you yeah. know, we King, could, we King could, logo. Place yeah, with logos. yeah. yeah, we'll yeah. the whole place with your logo.
2: Like, that's not a problem. Right. Yeah. For me, it's really what I, what I took away from that meeting was that that those guys are definitely interested in doing something in crypto voxels, but I think that they were, uh, definitely thinking even at the end of our meeting that that like maybe it would just be like a couple sessions. This is almost like not the critic, not like the main way they want to do it. And while I totally understand that, like I actually think that within with two months time um, or a month and a half time before that conference takes place, that it's possible we could we could provide them with a lot more coverage in crypto voxels and the ability to do a lot of these sessions in crypto voxels. Um so one thing I did after that meeting was just based on what we've all been talking about I wanted to make sure that we I synced up with with Tristan and wanted to make sure that we would have enough parcels spread out across the map if we were to be able to host any bigger events and we do we do have that between just ourselves just myself and 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 Tristan like we have that I also contracted the Crypto Motors team to do an additional four builds for us. So they're working on another build that's on the waterfront slightly to the east and south of of the Token Smart Amphitheater. That's going to be like a lounge area with a stage and some couches and things inside for like a little bit more intimate of a gathering. And then there's a couple more locations that we have not fully determined which location to use for these builds, but that's basically... I'm trying to get like five areas built out so that we can set up these at least five token smart locations that they can teleport between um if we do hold like other conferences and meetups and things like that.
1: Yeah, I was thinking cuz I jumped into Coldy's thing yesterday and I I actually liked some of the ideas he had too. I I saw uh one thing I really liked. It was like a billboard that just had a, you know, agenda. The, these are the events, these are the timetables and you know, and he had a map showing his I stage. Saw that. I was like, man, if we had a an initial, as you said, like a low res, maybe an isolated parcel, right? Something you know where you have the actual URL be isolated, so it's the only thing you load, but have it so that looks nice, but it's very plain. But you have the agenda on the wall with, you know, welcome, check in your ticket here. But then here's the agenda. You click the link, and that's the teleport that dumps you to the separate areas. Like now you've got a quick way for people to get in, see where they're supposed to be. And maybe that's where you dump some of the basic instructions and then allow them to f- go crazy and explore on their own. That's, in my mind, I'm trying to think of how a larger conference would go. If you had, let's say you had 500 people show up and it was okay. all going to get sharded and broken out. It's like, oh, no, only 30 people can see each other at a time. Like, well, maybe that doesn't matter because maybe we have 40, you know, small probably, sessions. Right. Yeah, so maybe that might not be as big of a hurdle as we're thinking. You know, if you set it up right, if you set the initial pathway for people also working with ben a little bit because now he's interested in some of the audio stuff and i i like where his mind's going at i'm not sure if we're going to be able to make everything work one thing we started looking at since we've been able to boost the crypto voxels discord to like level three which gives you real high-end audio stuff on it he's actually he was working on a bot potentially he's thinking he's going to be able to pipe in the chat from discord directly in world and have it come off an object yeah,
2: because we also have Token Smart has a level three server as well. So we're yeah. actually already ready for that as far as like our infrastructure as well. And, and it would be awesome if CryptoVoxels can just handle that in their server too. But like we also could benefit from that in, if, if Ben develops that bot.
1: Yeah, well, that's the sort of thing where, you know, if, if we could do that, now we'd have an easy avenue for high quality audio as well as the controller to mute and unmute people. Oh, so that will be could, perfect, yeah.
2: man. Like, I, I love that so much. Yeah. I really hope that that's something that he ends up, yeah. like, cracking that nut so that we can... Because that actually makes things a lot easier. And it also doesn't require somebody to be in the crypto voxels world in order for them to be able to get the content of the presentation.
1: Yeah, one thing I was thinking about trying to check, and we we're going to try to use some of my parcels, just try to experiment and make sure we can get work the bugs out before expanding it. But if that works... I mean, I don't know how that would work cross shard, but maybe if we had, you know, so many people show up that it had to break into five or six shards. So you only see the closest 20 people. If that same object is broadcasting all the same audio, everybody's getting the same content. Maybe they just don't see as many people around. So,
0: Yeah, no, I, I love that. In terms of like just the meeting yesterday, like not expanding into a bigger event. Like, I, I, I mean, I feel like we're really just getting rolling with these meetings. It was only the second one had in the amphitheater. And I, I don't think it's a far stretch to say that we could get, like, double this crowd over the course of, like, the next, like, two, three, four weeks or whatever showing up to these things. If that happens, does what happened with this past uh, work in progress meeting, does, does that make you more opti- like optimistic that that would be all right? Does it make you not very optimistic that that would be all right? Uh, like, what happens if, you know, big conferences aside, like, what happens if these events continue to scale uh, do you feel like this world is ready for that, or is it going to continue to get like clunkier in the short term if uh, it scales too quickly?
1: You know what? Honestly, I think it's probably going to be clunkier up front, but our meeting the other day gave Ben some logging stuff and you know more of a focus on what he needs to work on. So I think initially it's going to be pretty clunky, but he, you know how fast he could jump on serious bugs. I think it's going to smooth out a lot faster than we probably think, honestly. That's cool, man.
0: I I mean, I feel like everyone who shows up to these things at this point is like a like a diehard, uh, you know, crypto voxel, uh, you know, cryptocurrency NFT fan or whatever and expects the hiccups and the clunkiness and and is just sort of uh, there to see how the experiment unfolds this time or whatever, which uh, which is fine. I feel like our our main crowd has the patience for that. I'm just curious to know what you thought on the back end. Joe, I, I teased the crowd yesterday with like uh, the Crypto Motors new builds and everything that they're working on now that they finished the amphitheater. But I don't even know like too too much about what they're the, the style of what they're working on. Can you give us like a build update
2: for the second build that they're doing? They're just doing one at a time. And I did mention the the lounge that they're building. I just went in and checked. He he doesn't have anything new up today. He just raised the. Uh, the existing building it's um it's a it's a it's like a modern lounge with a small like patio facing the waterfront with palm trees and like some vegetation and stuff like that and just a simple stage at the back and some couches and things like that Uh, one big open area it's like a it's an eight meter high build it's a fairly good sized parcel itself so it should for a group of 40 it should work well cool yeah yeah and we should have that uh, mid next week should be finished and then we'll have to decide where we want to uh where we want to do the the next one
0: and you had mentioned that um you backed off of the mozilla hubs build for now
2: yeah i i hit them up last week um and just told them that as much as i really want to do the hubs thing i feel like it was a higher priority to get several parcels built out Professionally in crypto voxels for the token smart brand. So I wanted to first cover that base. And then, you know, we had talked to uh, Jen and Godfrey a couple of weeks ago about doing like a hubs or VR chat space. And I'm still, I guess hoping that we can engage them around that side of it, that aspect of it, versus having crypto motors take on something new that they haven't done yet. Because Leandro was going to actually bring in a different developer and they were going to have a different design platform that they would be using than crypto voxels and the Voxel models and things like that. So it was going to get more complex and more complicated and instead of like adding that, like I figured we could just keep doing what we're doing here with the inside crypto Voxels and make that really good instead of like spreading out and spreading our bases. And it sounds like with Ben working on the audio and everything else that could end up being the right call. And hopefully crypto Voxels will work as a place where we can post events more congruently than we currently can. The one thing I'm still concerned about is presenting things other than just speaking like being able to do like a presentation or have like a live stream or even have video work reliably in CryptoVoxels world i know i've tried to add some youtube videos in that are even only a couple minutes long and when i hit the play button nothing happens that's one of the things i'm still worried about for crypto voxels so i hung out for hours in crypto voxels yesterday even with it just in the background i mean i'm hanging out in there right now and every time i would check in on the citadel spot like there was some activity in action and I'd go see what was going on. Well, I caught the tail end of uh, Ben's visit with Coldy yesterday. Ben was in there. He was checking out the build. He was really impressed. And then um, was just talking. That's where I caught him talking about like the sharding of the servers and things like that. And I saw those changes actually live this morning. I saw the tweet. So I'm hoping that uh, this event this weekend that Coldy's doing uh, will give Ben some more insight into what Things could and need to be done. And hopefully uh, Tristan's engaged with him and talking to him about like our needs and what we would need in order to make this like a reality of being able to actually do a presentation on stage or a presentation to a group of people, um, aside from just the audio component, what the visual component looks like. Uh, and the other thing is, is you know, uh, Cliff jumped in for a brief moment during our meetup yesterday, and that was his first time in Crypto Voxels, I think. What he instantly said was that he wanted to be able to take a seat, and that it, for him it was chaotic seeing all the people flying in the air and everything else. And he would have liked to been able to go click a button and to been put in a seat. A bunch of people have mentioned that, yeah. Yeah now look I know that like the platform is just not ready to do that yet and that's fine I and I was like hey man these these seats by the way are just fox models they're actually like to the to the system to the platform they're just like these invisible things that we could walk through and they're they don't really exist they're just like an image but there, you know eventually something like that would be really freaking cool i don't know if that's opened up through scripting or how that would exactly work that was another suggestion and he, he like you said like he's not the only one who mentioned that right
1: yeah
2: I mean, I, I think when you start doing things like putting seats in a stadium, people start to have like expectations about what should be happening when they come to said stadium and are and participating in an event. I, I would happily have taken a seat if that was something that was realistic to do. But I was also afraid of getting too far away from the stage. I didn't I wanted to be able to still hear the presentation. Now, it turned out I was in the back of our. Uh, amphitheater at a certain point like even out just outside of it and I could still hear what was going on inside so that was good and encouraging that if everything's working correctly you could hear the audio from anywhere within inside of those two connected parcels but uh, so yeah I mean for me, it's just it feels like we're we have a something we can work with, but the better that the platform can get over the next like few months, like we could really make Crypto Voxels a place where where people could do virtual meetups and but beyond what we're talking about now, the other part to me that feels like could really make this something special is just like right now like no one can come into this hangout unless we invite them so like that's the one thing i really liked about hubs is you can set up access control in hubs and only have like people that you want to access your hub in there right crypto boxes yeah. is a free-for-all and and that's fine but like it would be really cool if you could like restrict uh attendance and access to parcels based on like a schedule or something like I don't know exactly how that would work that that's pretty complex and I don't know if it's realistic to expect that anytime soon from Ben uh that's a huge ask and a very big departure from where crypto voxels is today Whereas I think like the audio streaming and the video streaming and the focus on being able to like hold meetups and things like that is a little bit more realistic if, if it aligns with CryptoVoxel's long-term
1: plans. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, I think I've had, con- yeah, we've talked about things like that before. I really, I feel like restricting access is actually kind of needed for, to have true presentation-based things. You have to stop people from getting up on stage. If you try to focus attention on, on a specific <laughs> thing, it Obviously, yeah, it became a, it quickly grows into being crazy, and then either people are just doing because they're not—they're trying to get used to the system and they're just playing around, or maybe they're they're purposely maliciously trying to get gain everybody's attention. I mean, it doesn't matter what the reason is. You know, it shouldn't be possible if it's properly restricted. Right.
0: No, <laughs> I agree with you. Was there anything uh, particularly that st- uh, either in the presentations or like specific moments that stuck out to either of you guys yesterday? Uh, One in my mind. I'll wait till uh, you guys say yours or whatever.
1: Oh well, it was like I liked hearing the kids come in and start giving opinions and stuff like that. Like that's fun. That's that's (laughs) like that was funny. That made it feel more like wow, this is a cool community event and stuff. You know, it was. I could hear. I I forgot who's. Kids, it was was a Giselle or someone other else who was on there. They were trying to, but yeah, the eyeball. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. It looks like he made his headpiece big enough that it covers his name, so I couldn't see it. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean that's the sort of like it's fun when we're all working together and we all know each other. It it's is. a community type thing. But I could see if we had strangers coming in for an event and they've never been here before, they might not <laughs> find that as you know endearing. Right. right?
0: What is going on? uh what about you jim anything stick out
2: uh i was paying attention to the errors and issues so like i'm you know I okay yeah i was just thinking about like the things the things the roadblocks in our way to making what we want to do successful so for me it was all about the problems i mean i really enjoyed all the presentations uh that i heard you know there was I don't know which person I missed, but it was a gentleman on that was the robot voice. Uh, I'm just not recalling who it was at the moment, but I thought overall, like, when it worked, it worked really well. Like it actually worked really well, minus having the ability to do visual presentations. I mean, it was cool having everybody in the virtual space. I was really pleased with the turnout. I mean, I didn't count, we keep throwing this 40 number out there, but I I don't know if you guys have a sense of how many people were actually there or not.
0: Uh, Dished out about 35 wearables this morning. That's only the people who signed the guest list. So I would guess that there was probably closer to 50 people there total.
2: that sounds about right to me. I mean, I took a couple swamps at a couple point and I tried to capture as many people in there as possible. I mean, it's it seems like that that's probably accurate. I think there was probably up to about yeah. 50 people. And look, I don't feel like we broke anything there as far as the attendance and people there. I get the sense that wasn't the problem, like with the audio or anything else. So uh, I don't know how the like the rendering and everything was going for, for everybody. I have a pretty beefy computer, so I have a hard time judging like what other people are experiencing i think like cliff for example mentioned something about it it was like dropping frames and things like that i i don't don't know i don't really have that experience on my end usually um unless i haven't been like right now if i go into crypto voxels it might stall for a couple seconds as it catches up but then pretty quickly usually it comes back
0: i really enjoyed uh very last presentation sync us who like sort of at least the part that i caught my audio was glitching out a little bit at the very end but it seemed like he had basically catered his presentation to like how pants are socially unacceptable in crypto voxels and is like moving forward with uh, a pants design because he wants to like bring pants in style in crypto voxels or something like that was like i i feel like i've identified like a gap in the wearables and uh for some reason nobody's thought to make pants or uh has, i think it's maybe it
2: hard because of how like the, the legs, legs move right? articulate right like it's just like trying to have like followers behind you like or pets like there's not a real great place to anchor those so i can't imagine the pants being easier like maybe like a big old wide skirt or something would work but i'd rather just go pantless personally
1: yeah well that's (laughs) i mean dealing with you know since i do all the minting for the wearables and i've tried to work with people trying to create like shirts and stuff like long sleeve shirts are royal pain to do because i mean each one is like separate bones because ben was trying to take it way far you know have like every surface you know attachable to for things which is i feel like how you would normally do it in most avatar systems like Like for sleeves on a shirt, you're actually taking the character's arms off and replacing them with these sleeves, you know, so you don't have an arm underneath like moving with it. It's it's like being (laughs) replaced by a texture, you know, in a way. So that's that's how you get away with uh, shirts and, you know, realistic movement and a lot of other avatar systems. I don't know how we're going to get there. Interesting. Uh, maybe he's got
0: the the secret pants design that he's uh working on and waiting to unload on us or or
1: whatever no i i
0: hear you it seems complicated
1: (laughs) i feel like you'd need at least like 10 wearables and you'd have to set them all up perfect you know and actually have them anchored right on the bones correctly i mean
0: (laughs) yeah yeah that that was what i had in my head or whatever something some sort of like combination of many wearables that end up looking like pants or whatever Y'all, uh, before we wrap it up for today, uh, I want to give Jim an opportunity. He like uncorked a rant like later, or earlier this week, and uh, we had talked about it a little bit and the the backlash and and uh, people for and against it and everything. So we can even cut this part out, but I at least wanted to give Jim the opportunity to grab the mic and pour it on uh, his thoughts of over the whole situation.
1: No, I wanted Rizzles and Jim's thoughts. Let's go.
0: What am I going (laughs) off about here? Specifically, there was Uh, like a couple things yesterday, so. No, you're just regurgitating uh, your previous, what you already went off on uh, earlier in the week that sort of started the the Twitter storm and, and everything like that. Are you still like receiving backlash over that? Do you have like any regrets uh you stand by it uh, anything you want to say to the public or would you prefer yeah to hold on man. Let, me, <laughs> let, me look at my, let
2: me look at my post again too just so it's like fresh on my mind because you know things move pretty quickly in this world don't they Oh, yeah. yeah it's the one that starts the worst, worst fucking people fuck, in all fuck, of, of NFT land i know these <laughs> fucking trash can artists have some really stupid opinions on how they and their art should be treated by the rest of the community you know i'll try to use less fucks here in this conversation that we're about to have but i mean i'd like to go through all six points actually to be honest with you let's let's see if i'm still i don't really just say these things like this is all like stream of consciousness but these are very much like in line with my thoughts of how I feel about all this, so I don't expect any of my opinions have changed on any of this. I may like t- try to take a lighter touch because I have received some feedback that I'll address, you know, on this uh, that has made me think about how, yet again, made me reflect <laughs> on how I approach this and, and you know, consider that there's other people other than just the the people I'm speaking to that are affected by my words. So, one ninety percent of your st- 90% of your art is stolen images that you remix with tools that my cat could use like PhotoMosh. Uh, no I one like wants your trash part. art other than the trash can artist trying to ride on your jock strap you know and look I want to be clear here like you know there's a couple individuals that are kind of at the the lead of the pack here and man I'm still not going to call them out by name because I don't want to give them notoriety and something to point out to here um, I don't hate those people I actually have some respect for them but I also feel like they're being willfully ignorant about the situation and about their place and all this and how their art fits into all this and and what the community should and shouldn't be going doing around all this so like I do want to just say that like I don't see anybody out there like FOMOing trash art and buying this trash art, what I see is an abundance of this art on like Rarible.com, for example, like it's just there and you have these like wannabe artists like mass creating art with trash can and photo mosh gifts and things like that. Like it's just you go there and look. I mean, if you like what you see there, then I'm wrong, right? But I don't really think anybody's going there and likes it. And by the way, it it looks like Rareable did remove the porn that I saw on there the other morning when I was looking to see, like, what sort of stuff was being created, but there was dicks on that site, like, straight up. <laughs> and, like, cool, like, but is that really, like, and, and what's weird about that is that, like, those apparently like got removed, but, like, The images of an Avastar like on top of Hitler's head surrounded by like Nazi flags and things like that, that somehow remains. And uh, I had to make a decision yesterday whether or not I was going to spend time and resources enforcing our copyright uh, for those images, which we have and we clearly lay out. It's against the terms for the owner of those images, let alone just some wannabe artist who claims to be an IP attorney and really is probably just sitting in his mom's basement. Other than that guy, like I decided that he's not even worth our time and and really your advice too, to just like that, that was really a bad look for that guy and it, yeah. you know. It's really just a bad look for that guy and so i just decided you know let that guy have have his fun with this thing we didn't create it we don't sanction it it's really rareable.com should be removing that because it's wrong to have on there and they removed the dicks so why wouldn't they remove like the hate-based images that an artist is producing Um, that person are they a supporter of nazis are they a supporter of nazism i know they're trying to say that we're somehow nazis but like i am very much against everything that the nazi party stood for and all the horrible shit involved with that but like there are people that run in that group that um have said racist things and things like that so i can't i don't know what's going on there and i'll stop speculating around that but like that's some horrible stuff and i'm really saddened to see somebody putting images of avastars on top of that but it's going to do more harm to that individual than it's going to do to Avastars in the long run. So thanks for the brief publicity asshole. Um, then um, on the second point, not a single NFT art platform is fully decentralized. Yeah. I mean, so like we're actually working on building a fully decentralized minting platform for these jokers and for everybody else. Um, but right now, if you want to publish art on anywhere, but Rarible, apparently uh, there's rules you have to follow. You have to like, make sure that you're not infringing on copyrights and you there's other rules there's terms of service and to say that just to to even think that just because you're the ethereum blockchain is decentralized that every service on top of it has to be fully decentralized is just like misguided and ignorant these Platforms are businesses and they have rules that they've set up for artists. And that's the reason that collectors are also comfortable buying off these platforms because they can buy with some assurance that they're not buying copyrighted material, that they're buying something of some quality Right. And that's why it was upsetting when there were some items posted to super rare and stuff that were obvious infringements. And that's why they super Rare had to take action against certain individuals because they said they weren't going to follow the rules. And they seem to think that just because they're on a decentralized network, that everything has to be decentralized and they can do whatever the fuck they want. Well, sorry, we're not going to let you ruin shit just so you control. <laughs> like we're not going to. And I, when I say we, I mean all of these platforms, I mean collectors who weren't going to buy that stuff Anyways, like you're literally just wasting our time and wasting space on the network. Right. Um, and I've already commented on point three about r- Rareable as being ruined by all of you. I don't think I need to say anymore. It's a crap platform right now. However, it sucks because I did get some people reaching out to me and saying, hey, listen, uh, either I or I have a friend who's distraught by your post because their only place that they can post their art right now is Rareable." And they, they don't know if you're talking about them being trashy art. And I'm absolutely not. Like, if you're not producing art that has, like, pictures of trash cans, like, or you're stealing somebody else's images and just tr- remixing them through photomosh, like, I'm not talking about you, and I'm sorry. And, like, I actually went and bought some art from some legitimate artists that are on Rarible that are trying to make it uh, within the last day or two just to prove my point that, like, It's not just anything on Rarible. It's just all these perpetrators on Rarible. It's really hard and it's painful to go try to look for art on that platform when you're just staring at all these images of like gifts of trash cans. Like it's so sad. I don't know what, I don't really know what the end game is here. Do they just think that people are all of a sudden going to like owning images of trash cans and they're going to (laughs) want to buy those because they're not. And it's not commentary on anything like you the artists doing this have to realize as well that apparently i'm the one who gave pro gave this trash art thing a voice like you guys are just helping me you guys are just helping me because eventually when people go back and are trying to figure out what's going on i'm the one who's coin trash art apparently like it's all on me so thank you guys for continuing to tell me give me signals that i'm important and that you want my attention like you're trying to like tokenize shit that's that that i've made and copy off me and ride on my jock too like thanks a lot guys like you know i don't know like i wish they'd give up on it and i've blocked these guys on every platform i possibly can and really i don't see their stuff i don't i go to rarible and see it but my twitter is nice and clean like there's none of this trash art stuff if you post anything about trash art that's in any way in support of it it's real easy to block you and like i've i've concluded that you actually don't matter to me like so blocking you isn't going to have any negative impact on me at all you're not going to buy my stuff so i don't care if you follow me and and you're not even able to like i have blocked you like you're not going to buy my stuff you're not going to promote my stuff and if you are, you're going to do it through your trash art stuff. And the smart people are going to figure out what you're doing and look back and see that you're actually hating on Avastars. And they're going to realize that, like, wow, I should pay attention to this Avastars project. So thanks for the free advertising assholes. And, you know, like, I just, you know, I I, I don't have any need for them and I just block them everywhere. I, I don't care. Like I will just ban you, block you, delete you. And you don't matter anymore. Like this is a very small community. There's like, 15 to 20 people and I'm being generous that are like regularly buying NFT art. I'm one of them. I'm friends with most of them. I know none of them are interested in this trash art. The platforms have the metrics to see what does and doesn't sell. And I can tell you that from anecdotally, I can tell you that super rare sales have been up in the last week. I think the Nifty, Pla- Nifty Gateway Pla- uh, has brought in some new collectors and things like that. And uh, they're looking to see what other prominent collectors are collecting, such as myself. They see that we're not collecting this trashy art, and they're probably not buying it either. So, I imagine sooner or later, like they're just going to keep creating this trash art until they realize that no one's going to buy it, like except for themselves. They might be buying it amongst themselves eventually or doing airdrops for it or whatever, but like they're not getting any serious sales. So, that's like the proofs in the pudding there. Nobody that collects NFTs, no collectors, no art collectors in NFT land want this shit. And that's the point I've been making all along. Like, it doesn't do anything good for us. Nobody wants to collect it. Nobody wants to buy it. And, like, I really wish that everybody would just, like, come to that same conclusion a lot quicker than they have. Like, you have people that, like, tread on lightly around these folks and try to, like, give them a place and a voice. And, like, I say, why? Like they just want to troll. Like, why would we give them a place and a voice if they want a place and a voice? Then play by the rules of the game. Like, be a active and be a, a productive member of our of our community here. Like, you know, they're trying to attack folks like myself who are actually doing things to try to help NFT land get better. You know, we're open sourcing licenses. We're open sourcing our smart contracts. We're going through the effort of educating people on what a good nft is and everything else these guys i tried to do the same thing with them i tried to help educate them on what like collectors want what an nft is what a good nft is and everything else and like they don't even want to hear it they just want to complain about their trash art not being listed somewhere so you know like i i just I just think it's dumb. Uh, still, that's kind of <laughs> where I land on all this. Like at the same time, like I don't want to focus on this. That's why I've blocked them on places. That's why I don't engage in this conversation except for the occasional rant post on Twitter or sent. And you've you know obviously got me to comment on all that stuff here. Part of me hates that we're still talking about this and that we're going to give it even more prominence yet again. Uh, because there are some people who would rather this conversation just die down and go away. And they believe that the trash art movement will die if we just stop giving it any attention. And I can agree with that in part, but I still think there's a lot of people that are mistaken about like, about how this works and uh, about what we should be doing as a community. And that is like taking a stand against this. I mean, I feel like more people should be telling Rarible that they're, Un- unable to like enjoy and use their platform to discover new nfts and art because there's so much trash art on the site that it's like not even like useful anymore i'm also curious why legitimate uh nfts that i, I purchased on Rarible have disappeared from their site uh i've started collecting nft music Uh, from, uh, split is one of the artists that I've started collecting from. He's doing collaborations with van as well, van designs, but I've got some of their music and I've got something called the Lost tape. I've got a B side of the Lost tape, which, uh, was released on Rarible, like maybe a month, a month and a half ago, sometime in February, it had unlockable content. That's one of the cool features of Rarible's platform was unlockable NFT content. And now like those tapes don't exist on Rarible anymore. They've either been lost or removed, maliciously removed or removed. I don't know, but they're not there anymore. And it's not the artist. The artist actually has his own website up and he went through the effort yesterday of recovering all the stuff when I pointed out it was missing. And he actually sent me another NFT of his music, which I love. I've got like four or five of his NFTs now the platform isn't even reliable like when like your nfts disappear from it that were like created on there like i can't unlock the content if it doesn't exist on a site to unlock it so i don't know um i guess i'm saying that like rarible seems like a pretty horrible platform overall and doesn't really <laughs> fit very well into what we're trying to do here and the idea of immutable and durable nfts the louder my voice is the more backlash we'll get from the people who i am calling out but at the same time like if absent of other people standing up for what's right like i'm going to continue to do it the other thing i want to point out is for the people who reached out and were distraught because rareable like isn't a great platform and i pointed that out and there's some artists like tokenizing on there like there's a lot of people reaching out to me too thanking me for standing up for this stuff like a lot of artists some collectors mostly artists are telling me like thank you this is trash i don't want this for this for this community either and I would have stopped probably and stayed quiet if like the majority of people were telling me to shut the fuck up but like that's not what's happened at all and I am speaking for uh people who don't feel like they can speak up because they will be attacked and I am taking the brunt of it for that reason and that's why like the block mechanisms and everything else have worked so well because these people literally can't attack me once I block them so You know, yeah, I don't know. Like, big old long rant there, basically. I just want what's best. I just want... To address your rant. I just want what's best for nfts overall and i realize we're gonna have bad actors along the way but we're small enough right now that we can take a stand and no i'm sorry we don't have to give everybody a voice we don't have to do that like i'm not the one who should decide who has a voice and who doesn't i'm throwing my opinion into the ring you can agree with me or disagree with me but if you agree with me then there's something we need to do we need to collectively stand against like the bullshit, right like when josie and twisted's work gets like ripped off and very low quality effort at like a black and white image of their most recent release that has very little change to it at all is clearly just a copy of their image like it's it's not good for anybody that like you're trying to sell that and claim it's your own like literally i've seen this man's words claiming that that's his art and he created it like come on buddy you're fucking so full of shit The, the thing that that really like Gives me like uh, comfort on all that is I don't think that guy's sold anything anywhere. And if he has, it's just been to some of his other trash art cronies. Like nobody wants his shit. Right. And like he's he decided this was how he was going to build his his name and everything else. Like good luck. How's that working out for you? Right. Like it's not it's not working out for him. He's still flailing and listing all these bullshit things for practically nothing. Oh man. Uh, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do this but there it is man.
0: That was good man. I I would say uh it's a solid yeah, solid rant to address your rant. Uh I dude, I said it to you like before man. I I feel like hearing hearing it come out of your mouth and seeing it on text like sounds a lot different and I I feel like your like true uh motivations and intentions aren't like always out there in, in the posts and everything. And so, you know, hearing it come out of your mouth, I feel like it does does this any matter well, like the same though? point like from I a different just angle just
2: ranting at the same I feel I, I mean I want what's best for everybody and even I want I feel to like that's at, what
0: doesn't come across I want to help like even educate
2: all these art these trash artists I'd love for them to actually just like be like oh okay like I realize I'm wrong this isn't working this isn't doing anything good but I think unfortunately like the folks leading this movement somehow think that they're getting some notoriety doing this and it's not the right type of notoriety like Like, the one thing I hate about this is I do realize by doing this, more people are gonna look into trash art and it does give more relevance to the trash art. That's like the one thing I really fucking hate about this whole thing. But I'm just calling it what it is. It's trash art, it's garbage art. Like, don't miss the point here that the word trash is in the description, right? It's literally (laughs) fucking trash. Like, I could make any of that art myself, any of you can make it yourself. It is not special. There is nothing special about it. It is fucking trash. That's why I called it trash art. Not because it represents a trash can or any of that. It is literally shit garbage that you could throw in the trash. I have actually burned tokens by artists that support this movement because their shit is now trash too, like literal trash. I will throw things away. That is what I mean by trash art. So like if you want to buy trash, then go for it. But I don't see many people lining up to buy your trash
0: when you put it out on the curb every week. <laughs> Trislett, I, uh, I actually, I talked to Jim uh, a couple days ago and, and we agreed that Jim should be on like a one rant per month quota. Uh, but we didn't, we didn't specify podcasts. So this is like sort of a gray area. Um, <laughs> I'd love oh, to hear what Trislett great. thinks about any of this, man, to be honest. Dude, with, I, cool. wanna...
1: I mean, You know, it's one of those things that's, it's funny. Cause I was, I think i've said it before like i wasn't i mean i'm a gamer type guy you know and i like all the programming side and development side so i wasn't really into the art of things too much before i got into this and it's funny because once you get in and you start seeing it nobody says yay or nay or like you know whether it's good or bad it's like i never see any argument everybody's always polite everybody tries to stay quiet because everybody's trying to stay pc all the time and i'm like frankly like i don't get i don't get offended by anybody like calling me out or calling me names or anything it's like i want to know how people feel and i want to get facts about it you know whether it, i yeah. like it or not i'm like so the fact you're coming out and saying stuff i support it completely 100 percent. that you're stating how you feel you know it's like and the fact that you're willing to debate it too because i've seen you come back and talk you know other people try to debate you yeah. on it and stuff i'm like and that, and that's what in, i want Good. i'll
2: engage in actual debate yeah. but like if you're not going to accept some like some some like things like that for example, these platforms need to be decentralized. Like they're not; they're businesses, right? Like you know, oh, yeah. if you're not going to accept that, then I'm not even going to bother baiting you about it because it's a nonsense debate. Guy, I unfortunately, had to block UXT. I think is his name. Uh, you know, he made a really good post. Uh, after my last rant, and pointed out like where I might have been wrong about my point of view and everything else. And I. First I read it and like didn't really read it. I was just seeing the things that I didn't like in the the article he wrote. But then I went back and read it again a couple of days later. And I like completely saw his point and I conceded and I said, You're you're right. I was wrong about this. And uh, I'm gonna try to be nicer and everything else. And I realized that I may have gone back on that a little bit with the worst people in all of NFT land. But you know, it's just because like this is like a it boils up, right? Like it just for me, like the reason this post got written it was because like you can attack me and and my buddy whale shark like you can attack him like we can handle it right but like when you start going after other artists and their work and stealing their stuff and then being an asshole about it to them that's a step too far right like stop trying to drag other people other innocent people into this and like like trying to to ride their like success. Like that's what they're trying to do, right? You have a very successful artists and Josie and Twisted uh, Vacancy and somebody copies their art because they are jealous and can't do nearly as good of art as those two so they copy it and steal it and make some really cheap modifications to it that anybody can do and then claim it's your own and and, and claim that you're an ip lawyer and claim that like it's parody without like actually being parody and that shit just pisses me off man and eventually you know you got to say something. Otherwise, you're just letting it happen. And then, you know, it's just so wrong to like let things happen that you know are wrong. Like people need to stand up for what's right. And I may be doing it in a fucked up way, telling people to fuck off and using words that, you know, people don't like. And I'm sure like there's certain people that read my stuff and they're like, oh man, this guy this is a little too wild, right? Unfortunately, our society has taught us that those who yell the loudest and say the most crude and offensive things are the ones that get attention. Um, so like, until I have everybody's attention, I'm going to do some sensational things in order to get their attention. And then once I do, I can back off and be a lot cooler. You know, like, like you said, like when I get into conversations, if I was in a room with these people that I don't agree with, I wouldn't be yelling, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You know, I mean, it would be more of a a conversation and debate as long as they were willing to have it.
0: I was just going to say it, it was your like uh, epic legendary rant at NFT NYC that uh, compelled me to uh, continue to push you to, to work with me and everything because uh, I identified with that and I, I appreciate the fact that uh, you're willing to stand up for something that you really believe in. From the start of when I saw Jim unload at NFT NYC and then uh, the the ensuing rant that happened on the heels of that and everything. Uh, I, I identified with it right away because uh, I feel like there's not a ver- there's not a lot of loud voices willing to stick their neck out. Uh, and, and I don't have to agree with uh, everything anyone says, uh, but just for the, the sake of being willing to take a stand and, and stick your neck out there, um, there's not a whole lot of that. So, uh, dude, I I. I only put you on a rant quota just because, you know, we can only handle so much like social media stuff at the same time. Uh, but I, I hope you don't uh, take that as me wanting to like stifle you <laughs> or like uh, anything like no, that. No, man, because I feel like these man. Like, are important I, conversations.
2: Yeah, no, I hear you. I'd like to be able to have them in a more like productive manner. And I think that was one thing that uh, Sparrow, Black, Doc, Black Box Art. I think she wants to, like, do some education component and have, like, real debate um, eventually around this. And I'm definitely willing to do that and have, like, you know, a respectful debate with whoever wants to take the other side of all of this. Um, and I'm sure that, like, some of their points to will resonate person. with me. <laughs> well, I'm sure some of their points will resonate to me. I'm a reasonable I, – I do let the best <laughs> argument win. Like, that's, like, you know, if you're no, – I you know may, you, man. The I, thing I is, you gotta, you gotta really bring it right. Like it can't be, that's some that's bad bad shit, right? Like you do have to like have a really compelling argument and make really good points. And I, I won't ignore those things. And I will concede if things like that come up, but like, it's not hard to see that like Rarible is being ruined by these trash artists, for example, right. If they want any legitimate shot at like real NFT collectors, like it's not hard to see that. So, like, how are you going to argue against that when, like, I'm seeing dicks and uh, Nazi stuff and all that? Like, you know, argue against that. Like, what, what argument could you possibly make? So, like, there's things that they're going to have to also, like, concede as well in order to, like, be honest about it. Like, if somebody's honest with me in debate, I'll be honest with them. If you're not going to be honest, like, I'm not going to, like, give you, like, ground where you maybe should gain it.
1: Isn't the biggest thing in a debate class? They they try to make you debate the other side. You know, <laughs> I didn't end. have the
2: luxury of having debate in the schools that I attended. We weren't big enough in order to have that. But yes, you do have to take the other side of the debate, and I absolutely can. I can I can argue anything. I really can, and I'm really good at it. And in the sense that I'm really good at being able to just argue, like I like to argue more than the average person likes to argue. Like I said, it's how I learn. <laughs> So like, I love to argue. I really do. Um, and part of that is being able to flip on a dime and be able to understand the other side's point of view so that you can actually defend against it better. Right? Like that's why you have to be able to take the other side of an argument so that you can plan for what your argument should be against that. Right?
0: Yeah, dude, totally. Yo, uh, Let's let's wrap this up. Uh, but I, I think we should like seriously consider like a I mean, pay-per-view no, so, so, so crypto event, like debate I, on stage and a token. Sure, point. sure. Oh, no, I so do want to just say
2: though that like <laughs> look, we're in a really rough time in the world right now, and we should be coming together as a community, we shouldn't be dividing. And, like, I totally understand that part of it all. And, like, this trash art thing isn't nearly as important as all of us just staying safe and staying healthy and taking care of one another and making sure we're all informed about this damn virus and just making sure everybody's okay. So, like, I don't want this to be, like, more important than, like, the bigger issues in the world right now or anything. And I want people not just think that, like, this is just some huge hate-filled rant like i care deeply about nfts i have like this obsession with nfts i have for years before nft art was ever a thing i was researching nfts right like i i really want to push non-fungible tokens into the future i care very much about the future of non-fungible tokens their utility and their value i want more people to come into this space i want this to be a mainstream thing eventually and i just see this other art as something that's slowing that down and blocking that from happening at least in the short term and i'm trying to remove obstacles for all of nft land for us to be able to move into the future and so like my whole point of all this is like It's about making NFTs and NFT land a better place and a place that new people can come and feel safe and secure. And that when they buy something, they can know with relative certainty that they just didn't buy some cheap thing that like they actually bought something of value and it's that's i really just want to be able to aid adoption and i see these things that we've been discussing as roadblocks to adoption and it's really all about adoption so like the positive message in all this is i want good things for nft land and everybody really 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 needs to take care of themselves right
0: now with this virus dude that's an excellent way to wrap it up so let's do that open call debate jim on the token smart stage hit us up uh and we will be back next week for another one excellent cool there you go see you guys
1: (laughs) bye